From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. 7 o'clock, or here just a few minutes after, you know what that means. You made it. It's weekend, and here we go. But tonight, um, we're missing our rose. Christine Nicholas is not with us. And I don't really know how to classify the substitute that uh, is sitting in her chair, except that he's just an all-star in so many different areas. World-class chef, former TV host and anchor, uh, worked with the NYPD, and uh, now just generally a man of, of good intentions as he <laughs> walks around planet Earth. Julian Phillips, it is fun to see you and have you here. Well, look, I'm glad to be here. I'm not a rose, but I hope I won't be a thorn either. So uh. <laughs> that's it. Well, you know, whenever we when, whenever Christine and I take pictures with folks when we're out, you know, it's always let's put Christine in the middle because you want the thorns, you know, on the outside <laughs> of the rose. Anyway, uh, we're so grateful to have uh, you sitting in. She's going to be gone uh, this week, maybe uh, another week or so. But she's got she's got to take vacation, too, just like everybody else does. And um, Julian, for people that uh, may go, you know, that voice sounds familiar and that name sounds familiar. It's been it's been a half a minute since you've been on the Fox News Channel. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing? Um, how long were you at Fox? Uh, what did you like about that job? What have, what have you been doing since? And, and what do you hope to do, uh, you know, in the coming days? Okay, a mouthful there. Uh, I was on Fox for four years, uh, the Weekend Fox and Friends show for four of those years. Uh, I would have to say that uh, that was uh, a time of my life where I really uh, developed in terms of what I wanted to actually do. Prior to that, of course, people know me locally here in New York as a reporter, substitute anchor, and talk show host. Uh, but um, I really cut my teeth hosting. I really like asking probing questions, and uh, that's really what I love to do. So four years there was just a wonderful thing. Roger, I, I, I owe it to him for bringing me on board. Uh, after that, uh, local politics, national politics, to work with Congressman Ed Towns on the Government Oversight and Reform Committee here, uh, and then, of course, in, in, the, uh, in the district. Uh, opened up a restaurant. Uh, but prior to that, I traveled to China, developed a spice down with the world famous uh, Chef Paul Prudhomme, which was sold online for a short period of time. The restaurant, uh, fantastic. My wings won best wings in New York State 2018. <laughs> uh, my wife, who's the better part of me, you know, had the jazz and blues there. Uh, she's a Grammy nominated artist. And, you know, people like Samara Joy got her starting part there. So it was a really good thing. Uh, and I have a show that's uh, still kind of on, but I have to raise money for for it uh, on PBS, Eat and Argue. Uh, well, and, and the the NYPD kind of messed that up too, because you were it did. You, you were know, in the middle I, of doing the show, I, and then I, the yeah. NYPD said, "Hey, come here, work for us." I just signed the contract for the show and ready to go. And all of a sudden, the NYPD calls and saying, hmm, like, what's this all about? Didn't think I would get the job. Didn't necessarily want it. Uh, but they kept on giving me offers I couldn't refuse. But, you know, when you are designated as the, the top spokesperson for the largest law enforcement agency in the world, how can you not 
uh, accept it. But you know, I, I just I knew I was probably going to be there no longer than a year. I, I, I gave it a year, and um, you know, I'm glad that I did. Uh, and uh, great relationships with the administration, of course, the mayor, uh, the former police commissioner, is a great. You were the you were the deputy commissioner while you were there, um, mm-hmm. and Commissioner Sewell was a barrier breaking uh, commissioner. What what was it like uh, being part of that transition and change at the NYPD? Well, I was probably one of her closest confidants. Uh, she's a woman of integrity. Uh, she is a law enforcement uh, professional extraordinaire. Uh, she's very fair and, and, and really was very much in tune to what she felt would be best for the city in terms of trying to change things around. You know, the police department, you know, is largely in many, uh, in, in many senses a, a reactionary uh, uh, force. But at the same time, they're proactive in terms of trying to forge relationships with the community. I think she did a great job. The numbers speak for themselves uh, in terms of murders and shootings down. Uh, there are other areas that needed improvement. And, uh, you know, I think they're well on their way, especially with her starting off and you know kickstarting uh, this administration in terms of what they want to do in terms of fighting crime. Yeah. Now, let me shift gears a little bit because uh, I know you're a co-host tonight, but I get to interview a little bit. So we just, you know, have some fun here. Um, you beat out William Shatner and Chef Emeril. Bam! Uh, in, in 20, what was it, 20, 2005 mm-hmm. uh, for a recipe contest as the chef that you are. And I'm curious, what dish brought it home for you that you were able to beat Captain Kirk and uh, Dr. Whammo? I think it was the simplicity of the the recipe. People are looking for things that they can actually reproduce. A lot of times, chefs have things that you know they they really the average person can't reproduce. So, uh, Faith was the famous was a column, a national column for many years, uh, and uh, they asked me to provide a recipe, and I won. So, if you want to know what the recipe is, I will tell you. Sure. Grilled salmon smothered with black bean sauce. Well, what's in the black bean sauce? Because that is a very simple recipe. Well, it is. I mean, it, 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 it not, not much changed with it. You know, I have the onions in there. I have, you know, uh, a garlic. A garlic. Jalapeno pepper. Okay. Uh, some lime juice, salt, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and prepared that separately and just grilled the salmon, uh, you know, with some herbs on it. Uh, and uh, just... Uh, Smother the black bean sauce over. You can also add shrimp to it. That sounds really it good. Another, another level, my friend. That's a nice. It's good. It's it's so like there there's there's you know black beans and then there's black beans and um, yes. when you put all that goodness in there, it's just it, they they're too good. Well, um, now it's raining in my mouth, Julian. Thanks. It's seven o'clock. We haven't even had dinner yet, and I'm sitting here um, starving, uh, even more so from your recipe. What's your favorite? dish to make as as a chef i know that every chef has like that go-to that they that they love was that the one uh or is there something else that's like your your ace in the hole no i wouldn't say that's the one i got i have a few you know because i i i developed this fusion of cajun southern and italian cooking and fused all those together um so it's oh god that's kind of hard to say i would say some of my pasta dishes are, are, are things that I, I like. The linguine and clam sauce um, is, is a favorite dish of mine. Um, I'll, I'll take pasta and I'll I'll take some Cajun uh, fish and you know slice that up. It could be uh, you know red snapper or something like that, and then and have that as a dish with the pasta. So you have that Cajun and Italian uh, mixture there. That particular fusion, right? Uh, 
I like that. And then, of course, my blackened wings, I got to say, I love those. And I had six different sauces, ranging from barbecue to uh, puntanesca sauce. Oh, wow. And, and I, I, I made that myself uh, in the restaurant every day. And then, so you have the Cajun uh, with the wings, the blackened wings dipped into that puntanesca. So there's, there's Jillian just in the back, big apron on, big wooden spoon, just stirring the, <laughs> the pot of sauce right there, just making the cool. sauce. And getting that together for, of course, football night in America. We're coming up now in football season. I have a friend of mine that I was mentioning to these to doing earlier before the show, Athena Belmain. She's a nut. She lives in New York and she likes the Cowboys. How do you do this? I, you know, I've been trying to tell Athena, maybe she needs to move to Texas, Kevin. I, I, I don't get it. I, I'm firmly in Athena's camp, though I'm not often outed on on air. But yeah, I, I happen to be a cowboy fan too. So oh no, you, you poor you poor Jets no! guys. I you know no! you, you got Mister Rogers now, but I don't know if he's going to improve the neighborhood. You know what you I'm know saying? Gonna so. I'm going to have to get video of you crying at the end of the season when they make the playoffs and don't go any further. I, I love crying cowboy fans. Okay, you, you well know, the, then the challenge is enjoined, as they say, uh, Doctor Phillips. Uh, he's Julian Phillips. I'm Kevin McCullough. We're coming right back from New York. Uh, big night tonight, by the way. Mayor Eric Adams joins us uh, immediately on the other side of this commercial break. And then when we're done with that, we're going to talk with Broadway legend Max Von Essen. He's got a big show coming up he wants you to know about, and I hope that uh, you get to go see it. That's all straight ahead on the Fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live. Stay here. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, 
now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98 or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Mike Gallagher here. Time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the same streets that Jesus walked in Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and the disciples. We'll float in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects. We'll visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you'll always remember fondly. No other trip will be like this one. Sign up today to travel with Dennis Prager and yours truly, Mike Gallagher, to Israel. Call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt doesn't see Israel listening to Biden. Voting in the Knesset has begun on the judicial reform bill. Protesters are all over Israel on both sides of it. Joe Biden weighed in yesterday and did more damage than good, I think. Probably encouraging the left to be more intransigent. Uh, I don't think any Israeli... On the center right, gives a dog on what Joe Biden thinks. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6, on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, back boys, to boys. Radio Night Live, here's Kevin boys. McCullough. All right. Uh, as we promised you just a moment ago, Julian Phillips and I, uh, Julian here sitting in for Christine Nicholas tonight uh, on the fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live. But we are very pleased, uh, Julian, to welcome uh, the mayor of New York City. He's making his first appearance on this show as mayor. He was with us on our radio station a few months, uh, a couple of years ago, actually, just before COVID, uh, earlier in the uh, drive time. But Mayor Eric Adams, welcome. It's so good to have you. Hey, thank you. Great to see you, uh, Kevin, and always good to see Julian. A friendship that goes back uh, eons, decades. Yes. <laughs> you know? But you no, know, great to be on. Yes, Mayor. Indeed. One of the things that um, I think that New Yorkers are, you know, always kind of thinking in the back of their minds these days, because the city's been through a lot over the last few years, is does the city feel like it's supposed to feel again? Have we gotten back to normal? Are we? Are we where we feel like we were going to be at this point in time past COVID? And to that end, your office is doing some fun stuff. We're going to talk about your new newsletter and so forth. But how does Eric Adams feel about where we are as a city coming out of COVID and looking at the future? What's in front of us? Uh, that's a great, uh, a great statement. And let's think about that for a moment as we reflect on it. Uh, does it feel like the city again? 
I say yes because there's never been a time that this city did not have a lot going on. You know, I don't care if it's 9-11. I don't care if it's the Great Depression, uh, if it's dealing with the stock market crash, if it's dealing with an epidemic. We've always had a lot going on, but here's the difference between New York and other places. Resiliency. Uh, we're resilient. You know, while the crisis is going on, we're not sitting home under our bed saying, woe is me. We're out doing our thing. You know, in the midst of all that goes on, we keep pushing forward because this is a city of immigrants. And if you're a city of immigrants, immigrants know you do not work hard to get here and then complain when you get here. You came here to enjoy the greatness of this city. And that is who we are. You know, I, I, I always point to uh, the statue, the, not the Statue of Liberty, but the Empire State Building. Uh, during the Great Depression, coming out of the Great Depression, we wanted to show our resiliency. And within a small period of time, I think it was within a year, we built the Empire State Building and we were able to get it up and operating to show the entire globe. This is New York. Uh, we don't run, we don't hide, we face it head on. And while we're doing it, we're going to hit the nightlife scene. We're going to go enjoy our <laughs> beaches. We're going to go enjoy the plays. We're going to continue to open our new businesses. We're going to thrive. And that's the spirit of New York. And so, yes, we've always had a lot going on. But, you know, the world continues to spin. And if the world is going to spin and the sun comes up, New York is going to get up. You know something? This is one thing I can say now that I'm out of the administration. I can promote the mayor, and I promise that I would in, in the administration here. And I've covered uh, every mayor in this city from uh, David Dinkins up to Bloomberg. The one thing that I think that New Yorkers need to know and realize about this particular mayor is he just didn't pop on the scene yesterday. Unlike mm. a lot of politicians, he's been around. He's been in local politics as Brooklyn Borough President, State Senator. Prior to that, in New York City Police Department, a captain, uh, you know, 100 Blacks in law enforcement who care, somebody who tried to bring people together, even within that organization, against a lot of opposition. But people need to understand that this mayor has come here with a lot of experience. And you could hear it when he talks about various things about history, and that's so good. And the initiatives that he has brought to the city now that also combine, you know, the serious things that people want to know about, but also fun things that people really need to know that he's a part of. And of course, hear from Eric. I think, you know, Mr. Mayor, this started, I think, like right when you were elected you, you put together you know this whole initiative to make sure people understood what you wanted to do and what you were about no so true you know i i, I told the team imagine if a major corporation i i, I apple or, or google or something simple as tide laundry detergent imagine if they only had the major markets media markets communicate their message uh that's not direct to consumer we must have a direct-to-consumer communication. Now, our major uh, tabloids, news station, radio station, they have their role. They should critique government. They should keep us, uh, you know, under watch and scrutiny. But it's my obligation to let everyday New Yorkers, one, what we have accomplished, which is amazing when you think about it, brought down crime, uh, homicides, other seven majors, uh, 11,000 guns removed off our streets, uh, doing great things with summer youth employment, 100,000, summer youth who are employed, 110 in our summer rising program, school all year round, uh, dealing with foster care children, paying for their college tuition so they don't slip through the cracks. 99% of our jobs we lost, we covered. Uh, when you start to look at this good stuff, uh, I got to tell New Yorkers about those good things, but I also must tell New Yorkers about what things are available to them 
to help lift them up. We have 12,000 open jobs of where we see in high unemployment, particularly in the black and brown community. So if they communicated directly to me, I could tell them those jobs that are available. We have reduced fare metro cards. Many people don't know about that. We need to let them know how to get those reduced fares to put money back in your pockets, earn income tax credit, money back into the pockets of everyday New Yorkers. What we're doing around NYCHA land trust for the first time finding billions of dollars that NYCHA residents can vote on. So hear from Eric is not only telling people the news of the day, what we've done well, but is also telling them what's available to help you over difficult times. And then bring on some great guests. You know, we're going to bring on some great guests with interesting stories that can tell people that you may see the story, the glory of someone, but we want you to understand the story, the struggles, mm -hmm. the difficulties, hitting the bend in the road and seeing it's not the end of the road when you make the turn. And so it's going to be an exciting way of just communicating with New Yorkers and they can see, you know, who their mayor actually is. Uh, you're hearing the voice of Mayor Eric Adams, and we're very honored to have him with us on Radio Night Live tonight. Uh, Mayor, I, um, I I love the I love the newsletter, and I think that one of the things about it that uh, I appreciate is that if people go to nyc.gov backslash hear from Eric, you, you can get this communication directly. And I've always thought um, whether someone's a partisan that agrees with me or disagrees with me, I've always thought that if elected officials had a more direct path of communication directly with the voters, you know, we, we complain about the media and the different filters that different channels give us. The best way to avoid that is to have direct communication. And this opportunity uh, for people to hear from you directly, I think is kind of unparalleled, at least in local politics that I'm aware of in um, any of the cities that, that you know, would, would be a rival to New York. Not that we can really be rivaled within our country, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is a this is a direct to them and you can hear back from them. But this is a direct line of communication in a way that we have not seen in many other venues. And, and it's crucial, you know, and I love being around uh, people. You know, we, we've done a substantial number of town halls, unfiltered, right among the crowd, hearing from them. Uh, I'm on the subway stations, walking the streets. You know, my, my team cringe that, you know, every day Joe Blow, I'll give them my cell number and say, listen, send me a text, reach out to me. You know, I, I, one of my favorite stories was uh, was put in one of the tabloids where a young girl was part of a protest in her school. She walked out of the school and she texted me and said, Mayor, we're walking out because of the school conditions. And I texted her back in like 30 seconds or something. And she shared it with the New York Post. They show, saw the text. They say, first of all, he texts her back. But second, what is she doing with his number? You know, <laughs> that's how you stay in touch if you stay among the people. You, you know what? You'll never be a good shepherd if you don't hang out with your sheep. You know, well, that's, no, that, that's, that's I learned. That's very, very well said. We're coming right back after this short break. Just a few more minutes left with Mayor Eric Adams. Stay with us. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting a cyber attack has affected computers at hospitals in multiple states, forcing some emergency rooms to close and ambulances to be diverted. The attack is disrupting facilities operated by Prospect Medical Holdings, which is based in California and has hospitals and clinics there and in Texas, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Pennsylvania. 
Emergency departments at Connecticut's Manchester and Rockville General Hospitals were closed and their patients diverted for much of Thursday. The college board says schools in Florida should not offer its advanced placement course in psychology to students, citing guidance from state officials to exclude content on sexual orientation and so-called gender identity. The call to shelve the course marks the college board's latest clash with the administration of Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6, Mike Gallagher at 10, on AM 970 The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. A Climate Change with Matt Matern explores all angles of fighting climate change and helping our environment. Matt also explores changing the climate of our political dialogue and helping to unite and heal this nation. A Climate Change is a one-hour talk-focused show hosted by Matt Matern, a highly experienced employment and environmental attorney who talks issues with today's top authors and influential personalities. Sunday nights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article. So I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Thank you for finally noticing. AM 970, The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. 
And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, and we're back again, filling in for Christine Nicholas tonight, Julian Phillips, ably returning to his media roots. Dude, you haven't lost one one bit of uh, polish since you left Fox. I'm just saying. Uh, but we're, we're honored to have you here tonight. Well, I'll um, tell you what, it's always good when you have somebody like the mayor on, you know, you can really, you can let him go. You know, That's it. That's it. <laughs> it makes my job easy. <laughs> mayor, one of the things that I was very frustrated about last year was, and we, we have the Times Square Association on the show on a regular basis. And uh, Tom Harris and the group that are there always giving us the, t- the statistics. So hotels were back at 85% from 2019 and they were up to 90%. And, and you would have all of these great, positive things happen and then there would be one wacko thing that went wrong like somebody would be shot in times square and all of the media would amplify that immediately and it was like you'd try to get up the hill you feel like you're getting halfway there and then the media comes in and blows one incident out of proportion you brought in a pretty historic um commissioner uh, to start your term with uh she has moved on to other things but we're thankful for her service what where from where you sit right now how do you feel about the uh the 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 feel the attitude the return of tourists are, are we where you thought we would be do you feel like there's more to still be accomplished uh, what's your what's your feeling on that well you know it's never enough for me but uh let's be clear whenever i am feeling doom and gloom about something that took place, I head over to Times Square. <laughs> Look at the number of people who are rushing uh, to see our city, be a part of our city. We had 56, over 56 million tourists last year. We expected to get to 65 million tourists. Uh, when you just look at in July, um, our demand for hotel was just up, it was up six uh, six percent. We're 91 percent um, from the pre-pandemic level. Uh, our restaurants are booming. We recovered 99% of the jobs we lost pre-pandemic. Uh, you know, this place is just exciting. It's hopping. Broadway is booming. Uh, you are just seeing a real energy. And you have a mayor that enjoys leaning into the nightlife, which is a major economic boost for us. People don't realize mm-hmm. that people come here because this is the city that never sleeps. Right come here because they want a boring time and go to sleep <laughs> so this is new york and so i'm i'm very excited where we're trending and yes you get those high profile cases that is not an indicator of where we are as a city not at all and it would just kill me because like the all of the meeting and it wasn't just new york media it was like the global media would be like <gasps> new york and like, you could just hear bucket list of uh, reservations for people in other parts of the country just canceling and you're like no don't come on and come anyway because it's yes. still the safest big city and it's important to know too that you know just on top of that you know my old my old job as deputy commissioner the, the ridership on the subways is up now i think it's over mayor correct me if i'm wrong i think it's over four million now yes yes people need to, yeah people need to understand this and you know people are riding these subways they're getting around you get one or two stories of why i was like it takes 12 positives to rank uh, to yeah. rank the negative but things are going on but let's let's talk about some things here you know and and, and the free things that are going on and you took uh you know summer streets to a different level you know people Notice with Mayor Bloomberg, you know, with you know, the bicycles and stuff like that. But summer streets, you know, coming to Manhattan, you've got all sorts of offerings and events, you know, uh, and sponsors all over for that. Uh, you've got here free high uh, high speed broadband for NYCHA. Uh, you've got a, this one thing, her story, which really excites me. I didn't know about this until I saw this today. Her story, permanent catalog of stories featuring 10,000 women activists from around the world. 
My yes. goodness, yes. how did you come up with this? With some good stuff. And you, you said something that was very important, Julian. This city was acknowledging the existence of just part of the city. You know, think about it. The Japanese Day uh, Parade Committee, they could only, they were only allowed to march within the, uh, the Central Park, never allowed to march on the streets. We now open that up. I'm the first mayor to ever march in their parade. Same thing uh, with these other groups, flag raising. We have raised more flags in lower Manhattan at Bowling Green to symbolize the independence and the diversity of our city. These people are blown away. There's time at the flag raising, I see people, tears running down their eyes because they feel as though they're finally getting acknowledged. And then all the wonderful things that we're happening every day, all day uh, in the city, it's a greater level of diversity. And we're acknowledging that this city is made up of various different groups and we want to be a part of that. Well, if you want to get just a sample of what the mayor just laid out, here's how you do it. You go to nyc.gov, nyc.gov backslash hear from Eric, and you just put your email in there and you're going to get the, uh, the email sent to your inbox automatically, nice and convenient. And then you'll always be on top of what's going on. And there's a ton of stuff in here that are tips for your weekend, fun things to do. And most of them, many of them are free. So if you're on a budget, this is a great way to find out what's going on and, and enable your family to be able to do more as you're enjoying this great city. Mayor, you know, we- free, free is that other four-letter word we use in New York. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is the other one. Yeah, it's, that's true. Um, Mayor, thank you for taking time out to be with us thank tonight. Thank you. Good you to see you guys. Take care. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Broadway legend Max Von Essen. Stay here. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall, soon time will run out and then you'll regret you didn't go I promise Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner Inspiration Cruises and Tours don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel that's the name of the tour we'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn visit standwithisraeltour.com and sign up today in Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and I am in love with my shiny, bald, smooth head. Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief and keep you looking young. Hemp Leaf is the next big thing in skin and body care. The whipped body butters and creams leave my skin feeling soft, smooth, hydrated, giving my aging skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. Their liquid black soap glides on leaving my skin soft, crisp, and clean. They also have this amazing muscle rub called Icy Pot. The guys at Hemp Leaf also gave me samples of a remarkable neuropathy cream called Helixer that I gave to Marianne, and she uses it on her heels. She said it's been nothing short of a miracle. Within minutes, it soothes her aching feet. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in it. Visit them at HempLeaf.com. That's Hemp, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. All right, uh, so glad to have you with us. Uh, And thanks to Mayor Eric Adams for being with us again. I appreciate his taking uh, time out of his busy Friday. Julian, he was talking so much about the nightlife, I kind of got the feeling we were holding him up from something. Like, I think he had to get somewhere. I plead the fifth. (laughs) All right. Uh, Having said that, we are very honored to have our next guest as well. Uh, Tony and Grammy uh, Award nominated Broadway headliner Max Von Essen. Uh, Max, uh, when Christine told me a few weeks ago that we had the opportunity to bring you on and she wasn't going to be here to be with you that night, she was very sad. But I was like, too bad. Uh, We're going to have fun anyway. So (laughs) welcome aboard and we'll send your greetings to Christine as well. (laughs) Yes, please, please. Thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, you're, you've got a date coming up August 18th and 19th at uh, the uh, Paradise Club uh, for what's called the Broadway Speakeasy. Let's go ahead and do the, the free commercial first. Uh, what will people expect? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's kind of a perfect uh, gig for me because I've I've always been like a little bit of a throwback. So it's a lot of standards, golden age of Broadway for me. And their their whole series at the at Paradise Club called like Broadway Speakeasy is trying to like get people to kind of like you know lay back into a a, a a forgotten time, you know, another era in New York and like nightlife and lounges. And so I get to live out my you know Rat Pack kind of nightclub dreams in in this show. It's a great space, beautiful murals on the wall incredible lighting but it really feels like an old school nightclub which i haven't really you know it's not usually what i'm doing i'm I'm usually more at a traditional club or traditional theater so this is a real good gig for me and it creates a real jazz i'm not a jazz singer but it creates a kind of jazzy throwback vibe and it's it's awesome it's a great night well, Julian, your wife's a broad, or is a jazz singer and we were yeah. talking about music a little beforehand there is something very um I don't know. Nostalgic is not even the best word for it. But the American Songbook is a it's a unique genre of music history that is unlike anything else that was ever put out there. 
hundred percent. Yeah, the great American songbook, as I as I call it. Uh, you know, there's really nothing like it. it. It's the music that I like initially. You know, that drew me in when I was a kid, and like that's when things clicked. You know, I'd, I'd listen, and I grew up in the '80s, '90s. You know, sure, there was there were incredible artists on the radio, of course, and pop music was incredible. But this is what stuck, and I'm still listening to it. You know, I keep thinking about Tony Bennett, who we, who we just right, lost. We and just lost. You're, you're talking about uh, you know. 60, 70 year career of singing essentially, I mean, I mean, thousands of songs he, he's performed and recorded, but we're talking about the same style, the same era. And these songs still click with people. You hear them, you turn on Frank Sinatra on the radio, Ella Fitzgerald, and you get this feeling and it still feels right. It still feels comfortable. It's not like, oh, well, this is a little hokey now. There's a little out of fashion. No, it always connects with people, always feels right. And I, I wish I could explain exactly why, but it, it just does it. And it's, it's a timeless style and period of music that I've always been connected to. And I just, you know, keep singing. I keep yeah. it. It's generations, actually. You know, you, you you talk about some of the great singers of now, Lady Gaga singing with Tony Bennett, uh, mm -hmm. Shaka Khan, you know, uh, uh, singing jazz, so on and so forth. You go down the list and there's a reason for it because the music is classic. You know, and I think people through whatever generation, you know, that you, you grew up in can adhere to this kind of music. Well, and I think that uh, you know, technology has, has aided us in this to some degree, and I'm a, a little bit of a musician too, and I, I just, just to, you know, when Dorsey and those guys were recording originally, the mics weren't as good. They didn't get the clarity of the FM band captured on tape nearly as well, but you move into that era where full-fledged FM frequency stereo became the standard for all recordings, and that moved into the digital era, which even made it more pure. And some of those Sinatra takes in the in those days, you could you could release them now as singles, and they would sound just as pristine uh, in by today's standards as they yeah. did then. And to your point, Julian, that's the classic, like that sax, that bass, that that mm. uh, rhythm kit with just the brushes. It, they're just not going to sound any better, yeah. you know. Regardless, and technology has allowed us to now extend that into this new era where. Max, people like you and, and others that look back on that time and say, this was something that was really valuable to me. Now you're offering it for the next generation as well. Yeah. You know, I was really toying for a long time. Like what a, the first time I did a solo show a couple years ago, I just thought, you know, I was hesitant because I just didn't know what I what I was supposed to do. You know, what style of music? And I knew this is what always felt the most comfortable for me and always connected to me. And it wasn't until I finally I think it was because doing an American in Paris on Broadway and seeing all this Gershwin music that I grew up with, doing it eight shows, an, an eight shows a week on Broadway. And it just felt so right. It was like I barely had to kind of like get into character. I just stepped on stage and opened my mouth because it's the most the most comfortable style of music I knew how to sing and I was like oh you don't have to do you know this or you don't have to do Andrew Lloyd Webber or try to keep up with modern things or Lin-Manuel Miranda all this phenomenal music but I I can do what's most comfortable for me and that's when it all kind of clicked I was like oh this is what I want to say this and then I walked down on stage and it's like just became an extension of me as, as opposed to me trying to force like oh let me let me do this or let let me do this new music. No, that you have to figure out what's what's your 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 place. What's most comfortable for you? And yeah. once I just um, admitted that this is the music I love, and I've loved it ever since I was a kid, now I feel the most comfortable doing this when I'm performing. And so that's what my act has you been. Mentioned I love Tony Bennett. I'm just curious. In your 18th and 19th shows, is there going to be a little something in, oh, in yeah. his honor? 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's an opening song that I love to do that I, I've never performed it, but he does this great arrangement of this song called "With Plenty of Money and You." That's mm. from that's from Forty Second Street, the mm-hmm. Broadway show Forty Second Street, and so I'm adding that in. And also a song I love to perform, and I actually had forgotten why I initially started performing it. "Fly Me to the Moon" has this stunning opening verse that very few people, you know, we all know, "Fly Me to the Moon," you know, but there's this gorgeous opening verse about you know poets often use many words to say a simple thing and i've never heard i've never heard anyone perform it or record it and i'm sure obviously there are some vocalists but the only person i know uh, is tony and he's done it forever in his act and on albums and i remember hearing it as a kid and i was like God, that is gorgeous. And I feel yeah. like you can't, now I feel like you can't sing the song without doing the opening verse. And so I put it in my act several years ago and I realized like, oh my God, I do this because of Tony. So I'm just going to kind of mention that. And well, there'll, and be, some, keep, there'll keep be some hat show. tips to him uh, on yeah, the 18th yeah. and 19th. Got, got to do it. Got to do it. All right, friends, here's, here's the details. It's the Paradise Club and the uh, website is theparadiseclubnyc.com, theparadiseclubnyc.com. Tickets are between 50 and a hundred dollars a piece it's about a 90 minute show uh there's an eight uh eight o'clock uh, uh, runtime and on the 18th and the 19th uh go check it out uh max von essen there at the broadway speakeasy thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight oh gosh thank you guys really appreciate it you got it kevin mccullough with tips for your weekend along with julian phillips when we return stay here Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. August 1st, 2023 will long be remembered as a dark day for America. That's when special counsel Jack Smith unsealed his latest indictment against former President Trump. It's a miscarriage of justice, again. The wind has been unleashed, and a whirlwind will be reaped. The former president is essentially being indicted for free speech. He's being indicted for objecting to the way the 2020 election was carried out, for maneuvering to keep a job that he believed was his. It really shouldn't matter if you love Trump or if you hate Trump or if you land somewhere in between. I've always disagreed with the former president on this. I've said as much, including to Trump himself. But that is not what the indictment is about. You're allowed to throw Hail Marys in American politics. And Trump's ask of Vice President Pence to put aside the ballots was such a Hail Mary. I'm glad it was incomplete because it wasn't constitutional. This is simply an attempt to criminalize American politics. And it's a precedent that we cannot unset. It was a very sad day for America. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. 
Step into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. Thank you for finally noticing. This is Dennis Prager. Sign up today for an unforgettable experience in Israel this October. Mike Gallagher and I are traveling to the Holy Land on the Stand with Israel tour with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. This trip of a lifetime to Israel is one you don't want to miss. Register today before it's too late at StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, uh, so glad to have you with us as we uh, begin to round out Radio Night Live. Julian Phillips, my deepest sincere thanks to you, good man, for stepping into Christine's sizable shoes to fill and doing a superb job tonight. Thank you, sir. Uh, We've got... um, fun fun things out on the tips tonight of course we want you to re- remind you to subscribe to the mayor's newsletter here from eric you can go to nyc.gov and backslash here from eric to get there uh you heard julian mention summer streets a little bit earlier in the show uh that is underway nyc.gov backslash summer streets for more info on that and of course max von essen uh, for the Broadway Speakeasy, uh, the the Paradise Club, NYC.com, uh, and you can get the info there. And today, Julian, uh, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Um, I'm just curious, being the chef that you are, uh, what's your secret to the best chocolate chip cookie in the world? I have none because I'm not a baker. And there's a difference between being a, a big time difference chef and a baker. I mean, baking is more of a science. You know, the chef you can kind of mess with things. Not in a restaurant, though. Well, I'll tell you what I what I like. Um, if you have macadamia nuts in there with, you know, like huge chunks of chocolate, it's got to be, for me, it can't be crisp. It's got to be, you know, you got to... Thank you. The, you the best chocolate, it's got to be a little bit gooey and goody in, yeah. the, in the middle part of it. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So you were giving me your recipe earlier for the... Um, for the salmon and i can't wait to try like seriously i'm going to ask you to text it to me because i want to make it it sounds so good um for your for your black bean sauced salmon mm-hmm. um but we were talking during the commercial break and uh i like to do a cocktail recipe every now and then do you know my good friend where the manhattan came from um well i guess it obviously came from manhattan <laughs> <laughs> good, good guess there um the drake hotel legendary place in and of itself created this drink called the manhattan mm. it was uh bourbon it was sweet vermouth it was angostura bitters that's the that's the traditional part that everybody knows that if mm-hmm. you get a manhattan anywhere it's going to have those ingredients in it mm-hmm. but the drake did something else they put a fourth of a teaspoon of maple syrup in the shaker with the bourbon with the angostura with the sweet vermouth shake that thing hard pour it up neat in a cocktail glass garnish it with a drunken cherry and there is your drake hotel original manhattan recipe there's a couple of places in the tri-state area that uh, still make it like that um sadly I don't, i'm not informed if the drake hotel does or not but uh, but, but the recipe does live nonetheless well, it, it, did you know about the maple syrup? I always found that to no. be a, an amazing surprise. I've never heard that. I mean, how does it tweak it? I mean, and, you know, how, how does it tweak your palate? 
I don't know, but I like it. That's that's the that's the bottom line. It's, I'm it's, trying it tonight. Yeah, just in a fact, fourth, fourth of a teaspoon, just a okay. tiny little smidge with your traditional Manhattan recipe, and you're good to go. You know what you do, Barbara? Singing tonight at a restaurant down on the island. I am going to the supermarket. I'm going to get some maple syrup because I know that haven't put it in my Manhattan. How about that? That's it. Well, the next time you open your next eatery, now you've got the uh, signature New York cocktail to pair, pair with it. Oh, that might be a long time before I do that, Kevin. Yeah, please keep your day job. You you, you like making money. Yeah, food <laughs> service is where you go to go to lose money. Uh, anyway, well, it's been a lot of fun, as every Fun Friday is. AB, thank you for all your help uh, from Christine's office. We couldn't do it without you. And uh, my, my new producer, Ilana, and all the people at AM 970, we couldn't do it without you as well. We will see you again next week. Take care.